You're listening to our series called Radiance, a practical study on the seven churches of Revelation. Today's reading comes from Romans 8, 1-17. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus the law of the Spirit, who gives life, has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us, who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death. But the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your immortal bodies because of His Spirit who lives in you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his suffering in order that we may also share in his glory. Here's Justin Hibbard with today's lesson called Jesus Freaks, part two on the Church of Laodicea. Imagine living in Laodicea. It was a city that had no water source, so like many Roman cities, it relied on aqueducts to channel in water from a nearby source or town. Imagine on a hot, parching day in eastern Turkey. You've been doing something strenuous in the hot sun, maybe building a house with thick clay. After work, you rush over to the aqueduct to get a refreshing drink of water. As the water pours off the aqueduct, it's lukewarm. When it started from the source, it was cold and refreshing, but the aqueduct, which was baking in the sun all day, caused the water to heat up. You walk away dissatisfied. Jesus chastises Laodicea for having a faith that was a lot like that unrefreshing water. He says, I wish you were hot or cold, but because you were lukewarm, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. What does it mean that they were lukewarm? Well, it could mean that they didn't own their faith. Maybe they were living their parents' faith. Maybe they were a church that simply went through the motions but didn't have a love or a personal relationship with God. Like the Pharisees, they were purely religious, honoring God with their lips, though their hearts were far from him. Perhaps their lukewarm faith might refer to the fact that they were more interested in being a Roman than being a Christian. Maybe they downplayed their Christianity in order to fit in with their culture. You see, when we're cold, we recognize our need to find a source of heat. When Jesus says, I wish you would rather be cold, I think he's telling them that by being cold, they would have a more honest assessment of their spiritual depravity and need for God. But being lukewarm 
They are living a delusion. They think they are fine. Yes, they're staying hydrated from the water of the aqueduct, but they're missing all of the refreshment. There's nothing satisfying about their spiritual state. Back in the late 90s, there was a song by DC Talk called Jesus Freak. The lyrics reference John the Baptist, who, to the culture of his day, seemed like a wild man. And in the second verse, they liken John the Baptist to a modern-day guy on the street corner, holding up a sign and preaching that Jesus saves. You may know a person that has become so committed to the cause of Jesus that they almost seem a little odd in our culture. They're always speaking out about it, telling people like it is. They're the Jesus freaks, always giving credit to their Heavenly Father and turning the conversation back to Him. I think sometimes we prefer lapping from the aqueduct of lukewarm Christianity rather than gulping the cold, refreshing living water. Why? Because I think we know that when we drink from the pure waters of the Holy Spirit, not only will it change us, but it will make us so unsatisfied with the lukewarm junk we've been drinking that we'll never go back to the socio-religious water cooler. Let's be honest, you're not afraid of being a fanatic. You wear your sports team hats and yell at the TV like a lunatic. Do you really think the players can hear you? With pride, you wear your team's t-shirt into a crowded room of rivals. For us Ravens fans, we grew up thinking purple was a girly color. Since the Ravens came to town, I've never seen so many burly guys with scruffy faces and beer bellies wear purple with pride. Why? Because they're fanatics, because we're not afraid to be consumed with a passion for something we love, especially when everyone else is also unashamed. So here's our challenge. Let's be consumed with a passion for Jesus, a passion that makes us unafraid and unashamed to be a fanatic for the Savior of the world. I think we might find a group of people who will join right in with us. The idea of radiance is simple. We at New Hope Chapel want to be a relevant church. But more important than being relevant to the world, we want to be relevant to Jesus. We believe God still speaks and His Word is still relevant to us. His message to the seven churches in Revelation has a historical context, but their lessons are eternal. So we're engaging with God through His Word and through prayer and saying, God, what is it that you want from our church? If we seek God's face, we know he's going to speak to us, and we will radiate with the glory of God. Radiate with the glory Join of God. us on this journey as our pastor, Justin Hibbard, leads us in building a church after God's own heart. God's own heart. God's own heart. New Hope Chapel is a ministry in Arnold, Maryland. You can find out more about our church at newhopechapel.org. Special thanks to the least of these for the music for this podcast.